We thank you for the um, assurance but that your spirit is in our lives when we surrender to you daily. And Lord, we open your word together and we pray that you'll speak to our hearts and minds. But more than that, Father, we ask that you'll empower us to live out what we know to be true as we follow Jesus day by day. We pray this in his name. Amen. Well, today's a tough topic to talk on. If you've been reading through John's letters, 1 John, you'll know that we're up to about verse 5 and we're actually going to do verse 5 through to chapter 2, verse 2 today. And it's a topic that nobody likes uh, to hear. Get real. No, no, that's, that's what we're talking about in this series. The topic is get real about sin. Nobody wants to hear about sin, do they? No, no. If I was to say to you this morning, what would be a simple definition that you would tell somebody who's not a Bible-believing person, who doesn't go to church, what's the meaning of sin? What would you say to them? Just a simple definition. That's the good one. Yes. Yeah. And where does that come from, by the way? Where, 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 where is the, the clearest point in the Bible that shows us that when, whenever we disobey God, whenever we do things that God doesn't want us to do, where would be the most simplest place to point people to? Further back than that? That's true, but further back than that? Garden of Eden, absolutely. Because it was there that sin entered the world. It was there that mankind, man and woman, what did they do? They disobeyed God. So if anybody says, what's a simple definition of sin? The first thing I say to them is, whenever a person disobeys God. But what caused them to disobey God? Don't say the devil. He convinced them, but he didn't cause them. What caused them? Their own selfishness. Absolutely. Because they wanted to be like God. They wanted to know things like God. It was the devil that convinced them about that. But they chose to do what God told them not to do. That's the basic definition of sin. So I'm going to mention sin a lot during this message, but you need to hear or understand that whenever I mention the word sin, I'm talking about disobedience to God. I'm talking about selfishness, choosing my way rather than God's way. But we need to be, get real about sin. Why? Why do we need to get real about sin? Because I don't think the world is real about sin. Let me read a, a, a quote from a psychologist, Dr. Carl Menninger. He wrote a book about how we as a society fail to deal with sin. Now, that's the broad society, that's the world. It was called Whatever Happened to Sin? He says this about sin. It was a word once in everybody's mind, but now rarely ever heard. It is only that someone may be stupid or sick or criminal, have anxiety and depression, and we all acknowledge even have vague guilt feelings, but no one has committed any sins. People won't say it's sin. Where indeed did sin go? What became of it? And I think in a, in a great way in our world, or in a large way in the world, not a great way, sin has become an outmoded concept. Would you agree? You know, nobody talks about sin anymore except Bible-believing people in churches. It's not fashionable to talk about sin. We live in an age that claims we have no moral uh, absolutes. 
There's no, there's no absolute truth, we're told. We don't have to live by any absolute standards, the world will tell us. Our society thinks that we govern our own moral compass. We decide our own fate. But we've got to be careful. Where's the tissues? Uvalde Elementary School in this last week. 19 students and teachers were gunned down by government. It's a fresh tragedy in people's minds in that town in Texas.